Hi friends, JT Delamander back here today and uh, good to have you back. Uh, thank you for tuning in again this time for ex episode 12. Um, I'm going to talk about several little topics today just to give you a little food for thought. You know, um, California, what a mess. Uh, it's not the only state, but uh, this big liberal state is a mess, uh, as are all those being led by uh, liberal Democrat leaders. It's happening all over. Proposition 47, for example, state law, it's barring prosecutors from charging people with felonies if they steal in the amount under $950. That's correct. So if somebody were to steal something from a store valued at $940, uh, they can't get charged with a felony, only a misdemeanor. So what's happening? Oh, my gosh. You only have to look at the news. Fox News is showing it. Uh, the others are probably watering it down a bit. They don't want to offend people. Uh, but uh, stores all over California are getting broken into. I take that back. Not broken into. People are walking in broad daylight. Stores open. They're boldly, uh, in, usually in numbers, four or more people, usually uh, taking a lot of items and uh, running from the store, getting in their cars, and they're gone. What's being taken? Well, oh, it depends where you want to go in California, but it's happening all over, and it's going to pick up the way things are going. I don't see a slowdown anytime soon. Well, for example, the Home Depot store. Uh, uh, people went in there. They took a bunch of tools, including sledgehammers and other things, probably to be used in further crimes down the road, uh, like breaking jewelry counters and so forth, because, yeah, uh, expensive jewelry stores have been broken into thousands of dollars of uh, items taken, Nordstrom's uh, broken into, uh, Bloomingdale's, oh, another store, $25,000 in luxury purses, uh, sunglass stores, uh, sporting goods stores, Apple uh, computer store, uh, my understanding was about $20,000 uh, taken from that store, um, drug stores, of course, San Francisco, you might recall, uh, just within the past few weeks, Walgreens has closed at least 17 of the stores up in that area. Why? Because the shoplifting, too many uh, shoplifting cases going on, they're it's starting to affect their profits. So this is going on and on. This is what you happen, what happens when you have soft on crime people, including those that have even uh, called for abolishing the police. That's right. People have been trying to make the police the enemy when they're not. So there you have it. So if you're a Democrat and you, or you vote Democrat, if you're an independent and you vote a Democrat, uh, you can thank yourself in part for it because you're supporting the party of weakness when it comes to uh, law enforcement, when it comes to a safe, orderly society. No question about it. And uh, I could talk hours on this particular topic, and we could go on and on and on. And if I were to sit down with you, we could go back and forth. And I'll tell you right now, um, if you if you could not see the destruction that's being done, I would just say you'd have to be totally naive. So I'm not pulling any punches here, uh, folks. Uh, part of the reason I've uh, turned what I uh, originally started off to be uh, storytelling as far as actual crimes and so forth that I've been involved in and I know of, and we're going to do some of that still, of course. I had to turn to... Uh, a little more to the political aspect of what's going to have on because 
it's tying into crime. Crime is going on as we speak, and we got to try to prevent and, and really bring it down in the future. So uh, that's why we're uh, talking a little bit more uh, about the politics of it all, because it's the leftist politicians. It's been going on ever since uh, prior to the election, and now the, the fruit of it all, if you want to call it fruit, I'd call it spoiled fruit, is now appearing daily, and it's getting worse. And, uh, for example, all the illegal border crossings, uh, yeah, we're talking, it's estimated it'll be over uh, 1 million, or maybe closer to 1.2 or 3 million by the end of the year, illegal people over the border, many of those single males, many of the criminal backgrounds, and uh, representing from... 100 to 150 different countries from around the world. So people are flooding into the, the uh, Central America area, South America area, and heading north for the purpose of getting over the border. And believe me, our country is going to be far less safe than it has been because of these leftist policies. That's correct. I mentioned it before. All the border fencing, big metal fencing, just sitting in big lots, acres of it, bought and paid for. The Biden administration won't put it up because uh, they don't want to acknowledge they were wrong. They certainly don't, never want to give President Trump credit for uh, having a nice secure border, great agreement with Mexico. Uh, border crossings are way down. And what's going to happen? Not just the crime. It's going to kill our economy. Sooner or later, you're going to find all sorts of people, third world nation people that have come over the border illegally, um, clogging up many of our emergency rooms, our hospitals, and that's going to affect you, me, everybody else. So that's just one side of the coin. You know, another topic that just irritates me a little bit. You know, what, a, what a fraud people are talking about when they're talking about getting, away, getting rid of fossil fuels and oil. Yeah, that's right. Trying to get us out of our cars, um, get us into some kind of little electric car or whatever, or get us into... Uh, public transportation. Do you realize that out of oil and gas, it's estimated there's about 6,000 products that are made from these? That's right, 6,000. Imagine that. You're talking cell phones. You're talking children's toys, dishwashing liquid, oh, solar panels, tires, heart valves, um, many of the clothes you wear. You need petroleum products to make these things. That's never really talked about, is it? Have you ever thought of that? So this is what the left's doing. They're trying to uh, do away with everything that's traditional, that's made the country good and made the country the great country it is today. Which brings me to another topic. Think of, think of the history of our country. Just consider for a minute, way back, going back to Jamestown, early 1600s. In about 1609, just a quick little history lesson here. And I, I get this from uh, Mr. Rod Gregg uh, in his book, Forge of Faith, a book my older granddaughter gave me a few years back, and I found it very interesting. So I thought I'd just share a little bit with you. You know, in about 1609, Laws Divine, Moral, and Martial was the first formal criminal and civil code in America. And it was based on what? English law and the Bible. That's correct. English law and the Bible. So back then, uh, they realized there had to be law and order and uh, to have a successful society. 
So much of early society, the forming of our country, is all based on biblical principles. The left doesn't want that. Many of them are secular, atheists, agnostics. Again, I spoke to that in the past. So they're trying to change everything that made the country great. And think of it this way. Less than 400 years ago, this was a vast forced land of, of Native Americans, few people, few white settlers showing up. And in that short period of time, less than 400 years, we surpassed all countries of the world. China's, China, for example, been around maybe close to, uh, close to 2,000 years, if not that. Countries like France, Germany, the UK, uh, Japan, India, countries have been around for centuries. Why did the United States pass all that? Could it be that it was godly, godly uh, inspired? Could it be divine intervention? Well, certainly godly principles paid a great deal in our founding. Well, you know, and one more thing, socialism. The young people or the naive that think that's good, think of it this way. They tried socialism way back in this early Virginia colony and before, before it even became a real organized uh, uh, government, shall we say, in the early times. They tried it. They had that store system. I think I talked about this in the past, just touched on it in one of the other segments. The store system gave everybody an equal amount regardless of the work they did. It does not work. This is what socialism does. The government promise you, promise you everybody's going to get free medical. Everybody's going to get free this, free that, regardless of those who work and don't work. Um, and what happens is way back in uh, the early 1600s, they found it, it failed, this store system, and it was causing a lot of dissension. They eventually changed it to uh, more of what was biblically, uh, uh, biblically looked at, and that was a free enterprise system where basically if you didn't work, you didn't get, uh, you didn't get anything from the store system to feed yourself. If you worked uh, just a little, you got a little. If you worked harder, you got more. This is what made our country uh, what it is today and ties into a capitalistic form of government. So people, I would just say, uh, look at history, read it, be honest, be honest with yourself. You're being duped right now uh, by the far left. They're doing everything to ruin the, the country, the economy. Just look at our very high taxes. Look at our very high food bills. Uh, I just went in the grocery store the other day, just looking at a box of cereal that I normally get went way up in price. I looked at a loaf of bread that went up, um, oh gosh, it was up uh, 59, 59 cents or thereabouts uh, from what it was previously. It's unreal. Every single thing seems to be going up in price. Uh, the gasoline. Uh, I'm paying myself where I live uh, at least $1.50 more a gallon than I was paying a year ago. So the proof is in the pudding. You, know, you can't hide it. Uh, this is why Biden's uh, approval rates are way down, as is Harris's and the Democrats, and they're going to lose the, uh, the Congress uh, next year because of it, and hopefully, prayerfully, lose the presidency in three years also. The question is how much destruction will be done between now and then, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot. It's getting worse. These are not good people. Uh, they're liars. They're cheats. And uh, and I, we're always going to have the hardcore Democrats and the liberal press that are going to vote for these people because they're of like mind. What's sad is the number of nine, uh, naive Americans that we have 
the many that uh, know little to nothing what's going on and they don't vote for somebody because of they don't like the person like many didn't vote for trump because of that a lot of women thinking oh he said something kind of kind of crass or cruel oh my gosh that is so foolish you just don't not vote for somebody because of something foolish like that or that i think the other guy is such a charming old man that's such a common person my gosh how foolish People should have looked at Joe Biden, what he was way back. He was not a good man. He was never a good man. He's a liar, a cheat, a fraud, and people never looked at that. Now, Trump, despite his faults, uh, like we all have, the fact is he's a hard worker, a businessman that was successful, and he did a lot of good things for this country from keeping us safe, keeping the borders uh, secured, to a great degree, and it was getting better and better and better till uh, the Biden administration took over. We build up our military, keeping our country safe. He's all for tough law and order. Uh, the economy is great. We're oil independent. It goes on and on and on. So uh, you people uh, that are not very savvy when it comes to politics, and if you, vote, you voted for the other side, the Biden side, you're helping us pay the price for what we see. So I'm just saying sharpen up. And um, if you pull the uh, plug, so to speak, for Democrat, this is what you get. So crime in the cities all over the nation. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Well, uh, yes, I do sound a little alarm because uh, in my lifetime, my long life, I'm seeing a lot. I've never, ever seen it this bad. And if this happens to be your first uh, segment that you turned in, tuned in on, uh, just to remind you, um, I'm a 42-year police veteran, and I, I understand law enforcement well. I've dealt with a lot of that and a fair amount of the illegal immigration situations early on as well. So um, with that, I, I want to leave you today with the thought and just the understanding that um, many people that are not hardened Democrats that fall into the, shall we say, the independent group, where they're apolitical, just don't keep it tabs on things like so many. You've got to sharpen up people. And I'm telling you, you independents, uh, don't be wishy-washy, vote one way and the other way. You need to really vote conservative. And that's definitely, you got to lean if you like the Republican Party or not, you got to go in that direction. There's a lot of conservatives that aren't even Republicans, but they have to vote Republican whether you like the person or not, simply because the ideology is totally different. You definitely have more God-fearing people on, on the right in the Republican Party. It's statistical. They tend to be more generous. They give more money than Democrats and the liberals. Uh, there's a lot of interesting statistics if you just do a little research on it. If you notice, for example, on uh, Fox News, You'll see uh, many of the women, the posts and so forth, they might even wear a little cross. Uh, I, I haven't seen that on other networks. Um, I don't think you will. Uh, if you find that rare person, I'd, I'd be kind of surprised. Uh, the left is generally secular. You have a lot more of the godless people there that, uh, and again, this country is found uh, on godly principles. In the Fox News area, you've got uh, good solid citizens in the Fox News uh, network, I should say, a lot of good, solid citizens, men and women alike. And as I 
touched on before. They also uh, interview um, a number of Democrats. They also have Democrats that are parts of the shows where they have debates. It's just uh, the only way to go to get your news. And again, I'm not a uh, Fox employee. I don't receive a dollar from them. Don't even know anybody personally there. So I'm just uh, putting a plug in because it's the only way you're going to educate yourself and to get at the truth. And then, and again, I mentioned this before, Fox will show you videos of contradictions. They'll show you things that people say. They'll show the lies. And uh, if you see it right in front of you, uh, you have to ask yourself, are my, are my own eyes deceiving me from what I see? So there you have it. I'm going to leave you with that, and I do thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll have another epi another episode coming up before too long, another segment. And uh, it's a pleasure uh, talking with you, and talk to you soon. Bye now. Hi, friend. Welcome back. Uh, just a follow-up on the Rittenhouse case. As you know, I uh, said that what should happen is that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse should be acquitted, acquitted from the, uh, the charges that were brought against him. And in this murder case uh, where uh, he was tried for murder, I should say, uh, killing two people, wounding seriously one, he was acquitted on all charges, which is uh, right and just. And the jury found this to be the case. The jury, uh, I was worried about a little bit, as were many others, that they might be intimidated uh, frankly, uh, fearful of uh, reprisal against themselves, families, uh, their city, whatever. Fortunately, they had the courage to do what was right and all is well. Uh, the leftist media, of course, are uh, playing it down. You still have some people saying uh, he's still a murderer, this and that. And I'm telling you, uh, they are way out of touch. Uh, these are not good, righteous people. And I, I don't even, I can't even imagine how their brain gets to... Uh, a situation where they can deny what they see before them, where the guy is actually trying to defend himself and fears for his life. So that is that. All, all, uh, all went well. Uh, we're moving on now. Let me talk quickly about another case, uh, the Arbery case that just occurred. In this uh, situation, we're talking the shooting of an unarmed black man in Georgia. And all three white men that uh, were involved in this all three were found guilty of murder, uh, varying degrees. One that did the shooting, uh, two others that participated in other ways. Now, if you followed the case or you could bring it up in the Internet, you could see what happened if you're not familiar with it. Bottom line, in this case, in the state of Georgia, 11 of the jurors were white. One was black. And these three white men were convicted of the crime of going after uh, Mr. Arbery. Now, Arbery, uh, you might recall, if you're familiar with part of the case, uh, apparently he was in the neighborhood, walked into a, a house under construction. Um, for what reason, we don't know with any certainty, but I can say this, that I've done that myself. I've walked into, in our neighborhood, new houses under construction, walk in, take a look. I'm looking at how they uh, constructed uh, various beams, etc. I found it quite interesting. So this isn't unusual. Uh, could be trespassing in some cases. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But that'd be a misdemeanor, even if worst case scenario. But many people have done so. And if you're walking out, you're not uh, hiding from anybody or whatever. 
as Mr. Arbery was not doing. Um, no problem, really. I mean, like I said, I've done it myself, walked in, looking at a house under construction, walked back out, many have done it. So in this case, of course, uh, three uh, white men followed him. One was armed with a long gun. And uh, with that, a uh, argument, a scuffle ensued, and Mr. Arbery got shot. So all three men were convicted, and rightfully so. Now, let me say a couple things about this. This foolish on their part, they never, ever should have done it. If they saw and thought Arbery committed a crime, they should have called the police and at best followed him from a distance, and that's it. If they thought there was a property crime, and that's all they could think at, the, at worst, there was a property crime of some sort. But interestingly, reportedly he had no backpack. He was carrying nothing. So what is there to look at? Why confront the individual? Foolish, foolish on their part. Their lives changed forever. Uh, they'll spend probably the rest of their life in prison or close to it. Um, the, the pain and suffering more so on the other side. Uh, Mr. Arby losing his life, his family forever affected. So much tragedy should not have happened. Never, ever should have happened. And understand this uh, a little about a citizen's arrest. The difference with police, um, and I might remind you, if you have just tuned in, this is your first episode. I'm a 42-year police veteran, a former Marine, and know a little about the topic. So that said, just in case this is your first episode, understand a citizen does not have the same arrest authority as a police officer does in this sense. A police officer can stop a person based, legally stop a person based on reasonable suspicion that that person may have committed a crime. He or she can detain that person for a reasonable amount of time. The courts generally allow maybe 20, 30 minutes for that. And the officer has to establish what's called probable cause in that period of time or let the person go. Probable cause basically is what's needed to make an arrest. So the officer has to be able to articulate that. So that is the one, one main point, and I'll show you the difference here in a moment. The main point is an officer can stop somebody on reasonable suspicion they may have committed a crime, okay? Now, with a citizen, when we're talking a felony, a citizen has to actually know the crime occurred. In other words, that would be see an actual felony committed to make that arrest. They can't have reasonable suspicion uh, to stop the person. So that's out of the question. And it's foolish to get involved in situations like that, as we can see. So there we have it, a, a just verdict. Um, hopefully, everybody's as happy as they can be pertaining to the trial. Uh, again, a sadness for uh, Mr. Arbery's family. And we have to move on from there. But I think one thing this showed us um, as many have claimed in the past that we're a racist society, I don't believe it. Uh, we're not systemically racist. Uh, people generally act on good faith and uh, do what they think is right, generally speaking, regardless of race. And that's uh, different races, how we treat others. Now, let me talk to uh, another case here, just to show you the opposite. And here, I'm going to show you how the left is uh, really on the wrong side of all this. Uh, the Michael Brown case, if we think back in Ferguson, uh, Missouri, we think of um, Michael Brown. This individual, a young man, but a large, very large, could have appeared to be an adult to anybody, reaches in a police car, 
occupied by a policeman that's white and tries to get his gun. Now, right there, that's problematic. Okay, he's trying to get the policeman's gun, reaching into the police car and physically trying to get at the officer's gun. The officer uh, gets the gun uh, in his hand and is able to shoot the man dead. With that, uh, a number, of, a lot of rioting ensued afterwards. In this case, the uh, grand jury, viewing the evidence provided to them, decided came up with no true bill. Basically, that means they're not going to indict the police officer for shooting, in this case, the young black man. Rioting ensued, and uh, much of the city was burned, all kinds of violence, and uh, that's the way mobs look at it. They want what they want, whether it's right or just, they want what they want. And I have to add, the leftists uh, comprised of the Democrat Party, including the very leftist media, watered down the, uh, the situation as to the crimes that occurred. Uh, in essence, basically are sympathetic to uh, Michael Brown. This has played out so many times. Sympathetic to the rioters, even to some degrees, and uh, to some degree. And this is just uh, the way they think. And the leftist media so clearly at the time, I remember watching a number of different clips, uh, how they really watered down what occurred. So I just wanted to touch on that with you. Uh, this Democrat Party of today and all the leftists, uh, they're ruining the country little by little. And they've had uh, a year to do it this past year. They're going to lose the Congress, I believe. You can mark my words on that uh, next year and perhaps the presidency two years later. But meanwhile, they're doing a lot to destroy the country, our traditions, and we're going to talk about that in the future. Uh, right now, I just want to bring this to a close pertaining to the uh, three events I described, the uh, Rittenhouse case, Arbery, and the Michael Brown, just to uh, kind of touch base on how uh, things are handled, uh, what happens, a way of thinking, and so forth, pertaining to our justice system. So with that, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to talk about uh, uh, some other things coming up here pertaining to uh, crime further in our cities, and it will be a little more detailed in that particular area. I won't have to talk about these trials, okay? And we're going to talk about some of the uh, uh, violence going on in the cities right now as, as we speak. Uh, within the past few days, uh, a number of things that have occurred that are kind of frightening, to say the least. So thank you. Uh, for now, I bid you a good day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now.